0: If you follow money Twitter or whatever is trending, you likely watch the viral TikTok video referencing a group of friends' finances and the poorest friend in the group, Broke Bobby. Broke Bobby makes $125,000 a year and I thought I would record a quick podcast about this video and what I observed and what I thought about when watching it and just reading all of the Twitter reactions to it. Here are some of the tweets that I read about this video. What in the hell is this? Broke Bobby check in Instagram to see what trips he was left out of. Broke Bobby, you don't understand what it's like to struggle earning $125,000 a year. Here I am wishing I was Broke Bobby, but instead I'm Poverty Pete. There were more comments, but you get the gist. I was happy to see that the personal finance community has so far steered clear of this conversation and hopefully are thinking about the underlying financial conversations this video was actually touching on first and foremost I wanna bring up the fact that if a group of friends feel comfortable enough to discuss money and finances with one another, that's a wonderful thing. The spreadsheet that they used indicated what people earned, how much time they could take off for vacations, what their budgets were and where they preferred to travel to and where they were open to visiting. It also shared their enthusiasm for gambling or not. That was kind of funny. The list they that they created really respected financial boundaries, eliminated awkward conversations around money, or at least some awkward conversations around money, and set financial expectations. I actually love that they're earning fantastic money and wonder what are the different types of fields that they're working in. However, this conversation also brings up the old adage, Look at who you hang out with, and those people may potentially be a mirror of your financial values, your earnings, and even social class, a topic that quite honestly makes a lot of Americans very uncomfortable. But upon rewatching the video a couple of times, I started to make note of the financial conversations that were at the heart of the really strong reaction to the video and why it went viral. In 2019, the U.S. Census reported that the median household income was $68,703. The real median income for women in 2019 was $47,299. Broke Bobby apparently makes $125,000 a year. Access to time off. You've heard me bitch about this before, but lack of mandated time off and time flexibility is a huge problem for American citizens and just the labor market. That's part of, in my view, why people are so ready to just be like, you know what, fuck it, we're gone. The time off that this group has access to is almost as big a deal as their earnings. Broke Bobby gets nine days off a year, whereas Sean, the friend who earns the most in the group, gets unlimited paid time off. This TikTok video also created an unexpected conversation around class in the United States. We often pretend like classism doesn't exist or classes don't exist here, but the same people pretending that classism isn't real are the same people that believe racism is just made up. So how does class show up in this video? Professions. I actually wondered what type of work these people were doing and what was their expertise. I would wager that there were a lot of entrepreneurs or people in tech or highly placed in industries where they pay their professionals at a higher rate. I found myself thinking about thinking about which industries they were working in. I asked myself, where do these people live and how did their original friendships develop? And real talk, I do think they're probably in New York or San Francisco. Is Broke Bobby broke because he's around people who encourage, even on a subconscious level, spending beyond what he can afford? In fact, in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, one of the practices that many of the people who were interviewed and that followed was living in communities that were a lot less expensive than what they could actually afford. It saved them a lot of money by doing that, but it also eliminated financial peer pressure. Confusing financial priorities and what they're willing to spend on different trips. It was a little confusing because you would look at the spreadsheet and what people were willing to spend for what kind of didn't match. But then I thought about it. So Broke Bobby indicated that he would pay $10,000 for three days away versus $5,000 for seven days. But he only has nine days off a year. So maybe that's why he would pay a premium for that trip. Here's some more reactions. Lovey Ajayé, author and all-around cool person, had the following reaction that she shared on Twitter. That Broke Bobby video is trash and indicative of how callous we've become about the accumulation of money. To turn your friend's ability to hang out with you on hang, to hang with you into some spreadsheet and then classify the one who makes the least amount of money as broke is cold. This is not aspirational. Interestingly, Tom, the guy who posted the video did respond to one of her tweets because she has a massive platform so he noticed it. And he, he was like, hey, this is how we joke. So that was interesting. Here's another reaction. Been feeling bad all day for broke Bobby. Damn. Greed, admiration, frustration, and bafflement all came up over and over again in the Twitter threads. Eagle-eyed folks also noticed that the video's poster makes money purchasing Section 8 properties, basically renovating them and then selling them for more than his original investment. Basically, he makes money via a gentrification business model. I'm sure what the poster's original motivation was to share this video, given that he is good at list building, maybe he felt that this video in particular had the potential to grow his business leads, which I'm 100% sure it did. Or maybe he was just thinking it was funny, like maybe it just was a funny thing he thought he would share. The more I reflect on the video, the more it leaves me, unfortunately, with a negative reaction. Something about it just lands wrong even though I laughed when I first watched it. I'm relieved to see that the personal finance community and so personal finance and money Twitter basically, they've surprisingly held back on making too many comments about this video. People in the personal finance space are likely leery to touch on the content of this video for fear of being seen as tone deaf not being thoughtful enough about the topic or just being disconnected from the reality of the lives of the people who form their, their online communities. But when the financial bad takes come and they will, I plan on sharing them with Matt Lane. He is the creator of the financial bad takes bracket. And he was also the guest on my show earlier this week where we talk about financial bad takes and building a more empathetic personal finance space. I've included a link to that episode in the show notes. This video inadvertently exposed a lot of the unspoken financial tensions that we're dealing with in America right now. Conversations about increasing just income. I say minimum wage in the show notes, but really just income. I even recorded podcast episode about the minimum wage conversation, but really for this video, it's an income conversation for professionals. Work flexibility and time off again, I'm pissed off about that as an issue in the US. With a large percentage of American workers having experienced time freedom for the first time in their lives during the past almost two years, this is something that I think this issue is at, uh, is top of mind for a lot of people. And then finally, lack of respect. Ultimately, the joke just doesn't feel funny, but maybe it's because we're on the outside looking in in more than one way. What are your thoughts about Broke Bobby and the conversation around that video?